Welcome to Machine Learning. Today I was talking about XGBoost. Um, so I've looked at uh, more into XGBoost, and uh, you know, it's a um, it. There's two parts to it. There's a tree and uh, basic learners, and what it's doing uh, is pretty interesting. Is it's trying to beat the odds of random guessing. What I'm saying that is, if you just took some random guessing, and if you have a classifier that beats the random guessing of like 50%, then it keeps it. So basically, XGBoost is a assembly of different classifiers, uh, and I'm not sure what classifiers they are. Well, let's just say, you know, there's tree classifier. Uh, maybe there's maybe there's a neural net classifier. I don't know. But um, it's an assembly of those, and they're put into a tree. And as long as the tree beats the random guess uh, that it's, it's taken. One of the other things I found really interesting about XGBoost is that... Uh, you don't want to have overfitting or underfitting. And so one way to determine that is through regularization. So your, your pipeline is going to be a standard scalar. Then you're going to have your, um, you're going to have your regressor, XG regressor type. Um, if you, if you're doing a line, so there's, there's, two different types there. You can do classification with, with uh, entropy or you can do uh, linear classification. So the one I was looking at is uh, for linear classification was looking at uh, predicting house prices in Idaho. And, and uh, first in my discovery stage in the pipeline, uh, oh, and also in your pipeline, you're gonna do uh, cross-validation and you will also add in your scoring and uh, you use your root mean square error to determine how your scoring is. And basically what root, it's RSME is just really short for uh, looking at the error between the actual and predicted and then squaring the error, summing that up and then square rooting it. So it's, it's not anything uh, mysterious. It's really quite simple to calculate. But what it's telling you is uh, if you have a really large uh, RSME number, it probably means the accuracy of your system isn't very good. So your model isn't very good. Um, and so then you want to look at uh, features, your features. And, and uh, you can use the F1. And there's an algorithm for F1 scoring. And your p-coefficients. Now, what I found interesting about p-coefficients is that it kind of leads into hypothesis testing. And so you can uh, generate up your p-coefficients, look at them, and you can see which features are uh, contributing, uh, are significant. And, uh, and then there's also you can do uh, uh, an importance graph against your XG uh, boost. And 
that'll show you then based on probably upon the p coefficients i don't know they didn't explain how in the importance function uh derived how it works and that's going to be some of the challenges you're not going to know how some of this stuff works you're just going to use it it's kind of cookie cutter recipe uh way of looking at things but then when you get through your features in your pipeline you get through your cross-validation uh you could do for grass cross validation. You can look at uh, you hyperparameter tuning, and basically what hyperparameter tuning is is you're going to set up a data dictionary of parameters, and you can either set the parameters is uh, ranges of numbers, or you can just set uh, discrete uh, numbers, and then. Uh, you will fold it, and then you will give it the number of trees, which is, uh, and, uh, um, uh, and then you also give it a number of iterations. And from that, it will give you your best score, and it would also give you your best model or best parameters. <clears throat> and then you take those parameters and plug them back into your classifier, and now you've got a... Uh, a classifier that's optimized for the data and so that's basically all hyperparameters are and they, you know you go have to learn about there's two different ways there's a search grid cv and there's random search grid cv and the difference between the two is uh, that uh, uh, the search grid cv is going to look at every possible combination of your parameters and so the problem behind that is as you add more parameters you get exponentially longer so uh, to do the calculation so it can you can actually get into scenarios where uh, you know you, you just have too many per, per, uh, possibilities to to test your model so then they introduce this idea of random uh, search CV and uh, it's probably preferred for larger nu uh, number of parameters and it just randomly takes uh, different uh, values from the parameter list your dictionary and uh, and then runs the test and then you want to set it up so uh, you have your folds uh, think about it, like four is like a, the typical and uh, maybe your tree is going to be 200 or something like that but uh, it uh, is all based on kind of this uh, hyper parameter so that'll tell you the depth of your trees that's how many uh, rules down the deep it'll descend before it draws a conclusion and you can use graphs uh, VIZ to take a look at your, your graph tree. And, uh, and there, there you have it, uh, XGBoost. And it's one of the most popular algorithms. You, you can set up your pipeline. And that way you get everything in there. You get your, you get your uh, standardization, which is standard scalar, which is your regular, regularizing. You can regularize to uh, L2, uh, lasso, or L1. Um, then you have your your regressor. Um, then you're going to have cross validation, 
scoring. You got to look at your RMSE. Uh, you can even also look at uh, your mean area um, under the. You can look at the area underneath the curve, um, and uh, once you get those scores, uh, that will give you an idea of how accurate you are on your model. And then you just put it in production. You put your pipeline in production, and uh, it's that simple. And so I, you know, I'm getting more convinced that. Uh, the pipeline is what you want to learn to set up for all your regressors. That includes uh, random forest, uh, maybe even Keras, you know, because Keras has certain things that have to be done uh, in pre-processing. So get all your pre-processing stuff set up, get all your features, uh, one hot encoding, label coding, get that done. Uh, make sure all the types are converted. Uh, get rid of all the missing data, average out the data that you don't want to remove, things like that. So there's a lot of pre, pre-processing uh, stuff that you want to get in place. And then just make it all into a long pipeline and then get good at uh, publishing pipelines.